This is Hash It Out, presented by Hash Sports. Let's go. Ay, mama told me, ay, not to sell work. Mama, 17, five, same color t-shirt, white. Mama told me, ay, not to sell work. Mama, 17, five, same color t-shirt, yeah. Young nigga poppin' with a pocket full of cottage. Whoa, chemo, stop it, chopper, aimin' at your noggin'. Had to cut the addict, then the top, I had to chop it. Niggas pocket watchin', so I gotta keep the rocket. Mmm. Let's go, Sack. A little Hash It Out podcast coming in hot from Hash Sports. Yeah, all right, Matt. Good, good call on the uh, on the jams per use. A little bit of hometown Atlanta for your boys. Migos T-shirt. Look it up if you haven't heard it. It's a Dude, beautiful best, trap song. The best rapper is Hale from Atlanta. Dude, I don't give a shit what anyone says. <laughs> uh, I mean, what we what we can lack in quality, we make up for in quantity. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, um, all right, kind of that in-between period right now in sports, dude, we're about to get the fucking uh, March Madness tournament underway, we got some ACC basketball, we got some football trades going on, we got a decent episode ahead of us. Yeah, free agency is a big big deal right now, Um, I guess it technically, uh, a couple of big signings happened today, um, and a couple other things. Uh, that we're going to talk about. Tony Romo got re- or is supposed to be released tomorrow. Um, end of an era, a little bit. Tony Romo, the end of the era was, I guess, earlier this year. But I mean, I don't hate to say I told you so, but I do the Bron- If the Broncos don't pick him up, I mean, yeah, I saw a lot of Houston Houston talk as well. Which uh, yeah. you know, that's a lot of money to be spending on two quarterbacks. You no way to be able to do anything. No, um, yeah. so I would say Denver has to be the most likely spot. I don't see why he wouldn't want to go there. I wouldn't see why they wouldn't want him. So, but I yeah. don't see why he wouldn't go to Denver. Dude, honestly, but back to what you were saying, dude. Pretty much in my lifetime, it's like Romo has been the quarterback. Romo back, has been the quarterback of the Cowboys. Back for, in the, yeah, dude. Everyone Romo was there before Quincy Carter. <laughs> everyone Romo. Romo was at the pinnacle of his whatever when it was he was like badass quarterback fucking banging Jessica Simpson who was smoked back then. He was living the NFL dream. Yeah, and then he kind of rode that on went out for the last ten years. And you know, I always liked Romo. Honestly, I always kind of liked Romo too. I always kind of backed him up. People would always shit on him, and I would always kind of say, you know, Romo has put up some numbers. The Dude, defense has been kind of shitty some years. Yeah, maybe he fucked up that extra point in the playoffs that one year uh, and threw a couple of pick sixes that you just can't throw. But all uh, these seem like a nice guy. I mean, yeah. Has he made some of the biggest choke plays ever? Yeah, that's just kind of his MO. It's what he was known for. Yeah, but, but then you look at the end of the year and you go, well, who else are we going to get? He's going to put up like 4,400 yards and like 35 touchdowns. I mean, he had a, he had a pretty good year. Dude, honestly, like he kind of reminds you of like a Drew Bledsoe type guy. Just honestly, like, like good, but like had some big, big like letdowns, and but they're still good. And what is I don't know. I'm still, yeah. you know, you're not gonna get, you're not gonna have anybody better. And then they ended up with Dak Prescott. You know, the NFL has there's only and like 15 guys in the world that really even have a chance of winning a Super Bowl, and. 
I would narrow it down to even more less than that, obviously, but continue. I was giving it 15 just because of the Trent Dilfers of the world that had great defenses. But like, you know, there's, there's only, there's only so many guys in the entire world that you can have at quarterback. And Romo is better than maybe anybody you're going to get. If you're and, the Denver Broncos that you can win with right now with an aging defense. I mean, in a couple of years, that defense is going to have some players where you're like that guy's, those guys are old. And that reminds me of how I just read something earlier that the nine or the um, skins are going to trade cousins to the Niners. Like why? Just, I mean, yeah, he won't, the man. Get, he won't get you to the Super Bowl, but he'll, he'll keep you, Washington relevant for the next five years, like he won't. He'll I get you to believe in Kirk Cousins. Yeah, like in this day and age, quarterbacks are that rare. Like he's good. Like I mean, you want to be like a Cleveland or a friggin' San Francisco who just doesn't even know it has to draft some scrub. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you know, quarterbacks are quarterbacks are too valuable in this league to just not pay Kirk Cousins and not get Tony Romo if you're the Broncos. If you ask me, got to get those guys. Yeah, um, I agree. Agree. What else happened in the uh, NFL here? Signings, oh. a couple more signings. Brandon Marshall, two-year deal with the Giants. I kind of love it. Ooh, that hey, doesn't hurt. Aren- yeah. Where's the boom on that <laughs> one? <man? laughs> BVD was holding that in the back pocket. Hey, don't do it. Surprised that wasn't on. Surprised that wasn't on the docket. Putting <laughs> right down there at the bottom. Cut it off there at the end. PPY. No, Sack, honestly, um, my buddy at work's a huge Giants fan. Um, and Nick, he was like, Giants got Brandon Marshall. And I didn't because I honestly, I thought he was going to the Pats the whole way. I'm not going to lie. Maybe I was a little naive or a little optimistic, but I thought he was going to be, like, I thought he was going to be in the Pats. And so going to the Giants kind of hurts. But, you know, and they're, <laughs> I mean, they're going to be sick, right? I mean, you would think so. But, and they, the Giants are weird. I never know what to think about the Giants because I feel like they're always either seven and nine or nine and nine and seven. And you don't want to see them in the playoffs because Eli has miracles apparently. Um, and so Rod Rod's add, got more miracles. <laughs> yeah, Rod, he sure does. Uh, the but Brandon Marshall. I don't know how much he has left in the tank. He's been a really good receiver for a really long time. And no, most dude, of the time, those physical guys can last. He's good. I, yeah, he I mean, is, he's still good, and he's he's still huge. He, so that still he's counts for still, he's. I would say he's even still at the top of his game. He had a bad year last year, but I, I don't know, dude. Like, I could see him having a huge year. Those guys, uh, he's – I don't know, man. He's I think it's a pretty down. good deal on both ends. I mean, the Giants – Dude, they're paying. You, it's, it's only a two-year deal. I mean, twelve million dollars. Twelve million dollars? You kidding I mean, me? Sure, I'll pay Brandon Marshall that. I'll give Brandon Marshall that contract. Mohamed Sanu is making that. Mohamed Sanu is making that over a four-year contract. I mean, sure. Honest, dude. I couldn't believe that deal when I heard it. I was like, wait, two years? Like, that's. I mean, come on. Yeah, if it said two years, twenty-four million, I would have been like, that's a little bit much, but eh, I get it. You won't pay. I would, are you a, you know still a top tier receiver in the league? Six mil a year for yeah, a two year deal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean that sounds like a good one. It's a no brainer. Um, no brainer. So that'll be fun to watch. Uh, I mean, Brian and that, and that will, oh, I was saying, dude, like that will free up Odell. Like they could have a like. I mean, Eli could get you know get a swag back. They could. Could be, offense, a gun, could be a laser show out there. 
could be a dude. Honestly, with fucking um, what's your boy's name? I don't even know. Um, the rookie last year, Sterling. Uh, they Sterling still got Sterling Shepard. Shepard yeah. So he's still a good slot threat. Um, I, mean, I guess yeah, Victor he, Cruz is gone, but he gone. wasn't really. You know, how much were you getting from him anyway? Seriously. So kick um, us off. So yeah, that could be a good little. Uh, Nice little trio of wide receivers there for uh, for New York New York coming up for Eli. Uh, speaking of Eli, actually it has nothing to do with Eli. Brian Hoyer is expected to sign with the 49ers. That's the next thing on here. I mean, the 49ers, I don't see how they can possibly be good next year. No matter what happens. No matter what occurrence of events happens. I don't see how they can be good. Wait. And Shanahan can blow me. Wait. I mean, Hoyer is your answer. Come on, Shanahan. You didn't leave the Falcons for that. So just keep Gabbert. I mean, they they released Tor- they released Tory Smith. <laughs> I mean, Hoyer is a good backup to second to second to third stringer. Yeah, I'll take him. But yeah. I'm not leaving a team that was a Super Bowl contender, blew the biggest lead in Super Bowl history, to go to a team that literally was the laughing stock of the NFL last year. With Brian Hoyer as your fucking saving grace. Yeah, Brian Hoyer's not the saving grace. Brian Hoyer is <coughs> usually the guy that gets the coach fired. <laughs> <laughs> so when That's Brian Hoyer's your starting quarterback, you need to put, start floating your resume out there. That's usually been the case for the past, like, six, seven <laughs> years, every time I've seen him. Uh, so, you know, good luck, Shanahan. Hope you have fun. Oh, Pierre Garcon on here, too. Also expected to sign with the 49ers, so Hoyer's going to have a... I mean, they're cutting above Torrey, average target. They're cutting Tory Smith and signing Pierre Garcon. I mean, wh- why even go through the, the waste? Just I don't know. The same exact because person. Brandon Marshall wasn't going there. I mean, uh, I don't know, dude. Ah, oh, never mind. I'm not even, I don't know why that thought even came to my head. I just thought, like, real quick, like, imagine Brady's last year. He goes to the Niners, his fucking hometown team. Brings him to Super Bowl to wins it. I mean, there's, there's, I, mean I, hate, I don't. I just I don't know why I thought of that. I, even though I wanted, ah, sorry, got a little diatribe there. I mean, that's just a little. You know, who do you love more, Brady or the Pats? Yeah, um, Pats. But hey, wait, hold on. Um, yeah. So I was reading an article about Jimmy Garoppolo, and they're they're keeping him unless they get a first round pick and a second round pick for him, which. I think he's asking I, – I wouldn't say a little steep. I don't know. How do you feel about that? Because I love Jimmy G. And I don't mind keeping him one bit. Yeah, that's what I would say too. I would say you give me a first and a second rounder, then we'll then we'll talk. But otherwise, we're keeping him. I would say that about almost anybody. Say, hey, think about keeping this guy. You give me a first and second rounder, though. You can have him. That's, I mean, that's the way the Patriots do business. They'll stack up a first and second rounder, probably draft a future Hall of Famer, and what do you know? But, yeah, like, even though – even though I love Jimmy G, I really he's like I, I will love him being, you know, the Brady backup. But like I'm with the Pats, you you they love him too. They're like we'll throw an out, outrageous deal out there. If someone wants to take it, then fuck it. You know, it's a win win, honestly. So yeah, I mean, I mean, if you can just jump too high and somebody's willing, somebody needs one of those 15 quarterbacks that are out there, they'll give it to you. Yeah. And if you take that, then you can. <laughs> draft another quarterback because you're loaded with draft picks. So anyway, that would be a win-win. I don't anyway, know. I don't know if anybody's going to come up. I don't think anybody would come up that high, honestly, because I think they would, I think a little bit people would just be like, this is fucking Patriots. Whatever they do is going to work out. So I'm not even going to pull the trigger on this. Yep. 
And um, um, hold on, hold on. Keeping it in the in the New England Patriots realm. Where, so else, have, where else would we go, Zula? Where, where else the, would we go? Where in the fucking Allens, dude? Oh, they just signed Dwayne Allen, which I like. I mean, the, I, I do like it. I mean, he's not the blocking presence. But let's be honest, Martellus Bennett's gone. Like he's testing free agency. He'll get probably overpaid. He's gone. So I like that. They he, they get him on a, a team friendly deal. He was coming off. He just signed a through four year, twenty nine million dollar deal with Indianapolis. So we're getting him for about. Three years, call you know six and a half million a year. So I like it. He's a big time receiving threat, and I don't know. I think I mean we just love that. I think it's a good. I mean I think it's a good pickup, and I think I don't know what. Maybe it was just me, and I got unlucky. But I feel like I've like the only like out of the five plays I've seen Dwayne Allen make in his career, like three of them were like dropped passes in the end zone. I feel. I've always like held that against him in fantasy because I just don't believe in him. And then he puts up pretty good numbers, and he's a pretty good receiving threat. He really is. So I mean, I, I like. I mean, the Pats. The Pats make the most peculiar moves. They their only two signings have been a fullback, James Devlin, and then a tight end. I mean, they they play to their strengths, man. Let's go. It's worked out so far. So what are you going to say against it? Adrian Peterson's coming down to Foxborough next. Put bet that he wants a ring. He wants a ring, and we're not signing with Garrett Blunt back, so oh, I don't yeah, see why. All right, so we got to get out of the Patriots realm here, okay. but we will go to Vince Young, who uh, looks like he may be signing uh, signing with the team here. Not quite the NFL. Saskatchewan Raiders, Rough Riders, excuse me. Raiders would be too conventional for a fucking Canadian football league team. Uh, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Uh, also looking to, yeah, I saw this the other day too. Trademark the phrase "Make Vince Great Again," which, you know, Vince, I kind of just want you to shut up and try and make a team here. Mm. Let the comeback begin. Yes, I think he makes it. I think he makes it all the way back to the NFL, and he starts wow. a game, and he wins a game where he comes in in the middle of the second quarter and takes a team that's down by twenty-one points back and wins it by going for two and running it into the corner of the end zone. Wow. That's a, that's my bold prediction. Maybe the hottest take ever. And I fucking love it. Cause I was literally fearing that you guys were going to hate on Vince Young. I let's go. Vince Young was so filth. Let's go. Like, I am all for this comeback. Honestly, That 06 national championship game cemented him no matter what. I That was like the guy put the team on his back and won national championship against a stacked team in that USC team. I think Dude. like he can do almost anything. Like he's made some – like he's seen pictures of him getting drunk, got into a little bit of alcohol there uh, later on in his career and has been on a little bit. DUIs, like he's done some – he's made some mistakes. Deep but the guy, even man. when he played for the Titans, he – one games. BMAC. That's exactly what I was going to say. His fucking first season in the NFL, he won the MVP, or not, not MVP, or rather, the Rookie of the Year, and he made the Pro Bowl. What do you, I mean, and he got some like dark depression, like weird shit happened to him. But, you know, if fucking Johnny Drug Addict Manziel and Tom Savage and Friggin' Blaine Gabbert are getting shots. I mean, give Vince Young a shot. I mean, come on. I would put Vince Young as my third quarterback on my team. I wouldn't pay him anything. But I would make him my third quarterback for sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's not – yeah. 
I mean, he hasn't played football in six years. So that's a little – I mean, Vic took, what, two and a half years off when he was in jail? So who knows? Yeah, and then he came back and just torched the league. That was tight. But that was also Vic, and that was also – Yeah, it was also Mike Vic. Um, so, yeah, Vince Young – well, Vince Young looks like he's got a couple of fans here. We're cheering for you, Vince. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, so, away from the pros and onto the soon-to-be pros, the NFL Combine took place. You watch any of that this weekend? I kind of love the Combine. Ah, uh, you know – no, I don't love it. I don't hate it. And I, I haven't. I don't give as much, like, I don't give as much ilk to the numbers that people put up and love to show all over the place. But I just love kind of watching these guys because they're some of the greatest athletes in the world. Yeah, it's like it's the thing where I don't think it matters to the extent that people do. But like seeing shit like John Ross break. Uh, Chris Johnson's 40 record was kind of tight. I mean, that was kind of tight. Dude, he was flying. He was flying. That was a mistake when they put it up there. And was he the, he's the Adidas guy, right? That went no, to he's Nike. a Nike guy. No, no, no. He, he was, he tweeted at Adidas and then he signed with Nike. It was a tight move. Well, so Adidas offered, if anyone yeah. broke Chris Johnson's record, they would give somebody, they would give that guy an island, their own private island. And he wore Nike yeah. and he was like, I don't know how to swim. I don't have a boat, so I don't need an island anyway. Yeah, it was dope. It was, there was like some weird fine print about that island that it kind of sucks. So he just like, fuck it. Scope Nikes. All right. Now, I get it. But at the end of the day, an island is an island, John <laughs> Ross. I don't give a shit what's on it. You have your own island? That's all. I mean, that's the well, dream. Like- are you ever, but dude, like that guy, what is he, 18, 19? What's he gonna, what's he gonna do with the island? Nothing's gonna happen. It's real estate. I don't know. You know what you get. It's real estate. Oh, you oh, can sell it. He'll sell it. That's, 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 yeah. Uh, Build a sandals. I don't know one, I don't know an island that's under like $500,000. I'm telling you, dude, there was some weird, no, dude, look it up after this cast. Is it like an island weird, in the middle of like a, there is, yeah, there is some like weird company fine pond, print. company there some, there some reflection weird, pond. There was some weird fine print. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. I can't remember off the top of my head what it said, but it was like, fuck that. Let's go. Still pretty sick. All right. Either way. But so, yeah, I mean, he broke Chris Johnson's 40 yard time, which honestly, I mean, who's next closest ever? I mean, what did Javid Best run back? Like four, I mean, four two two is straight flying. Oh, I don't know if we discussed this. Speaking of speed and the combine, I read this um, like whatever photo or tweet or it was, and it was Deion Sanders, and he's like, walked into the Giants camp and they handed me a book, you know, oh, three times three times as big as a phone book. And I said, "What's this?" He goes, "It's our test. We require all our players to draft, to pass if we pass, if we draft them." He goes, "What pick y'all have?" He goes, "The tenth. He goes, "Nah, I'm good." We'll get picked way before that. I ain't got time for this shit. <laughs> I'll, pick, pick, I'll get picked way before then. I ain't got time for this. Walks out. Dude, because De- dude, Dion ran a four two something, and he yeah. dude, he was the man. He dude, I love. Bo, him. Bo Jackson claims he ran a four one three, and I believe Bo Jackson. I do believe Bo Jackson. That's pretty incredible, but I believe Bo Jackson. 
Um, so other, speaking of just a bigger Bo Jackson, this, uh, speaking of guys just being incredibly athletic, Miles Garrett had a monster combine. Not that it helped anything really, because he was probably going to be the number one overall pick anyway, but, uh, four, six, four, 40 bench press, 33 reps, 41 inch vertical, 41 inch vertical. What? Yeah, and his his four six forty, he weighs two hundred and seventy two pounds. I mean, that's that's moving. I mean, that's that's like if a Honda Fit ran into you, <laughs> Matty. What do you do? What do you do when that guy hits you? He's the, he's the A and M guy, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, he, it's like the I same. see you're up on your combine notes. I don't you're know. up on your player notes here. Number one pick in the draft. Yeah, he went to A and M. No, but like. I don't know. Like, is he any? Like, I mean, is he better than Robert and Beach? I feel like the DNs get hyped up. I mean, I guess I don't know. I mean, he had like thirty-five career sacks at Texas A&M, and so over like three years, so he was he was putting up the numbers to go along with it. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, mean, he's kind of he's a beast. He's huge. I mean, two hundred seventy-two pounds. He's got speed. I mean, give me Kim Beachy, dude, all day. I mean, yeah, I'm biased and give me Kimdichi for sure. Jumping out of windows. Not that window couldn't even hold Kimdichi. The Miles Garrett would have bounced right off that fucking thing. So yeah, I mean like I don't know, dude. But I, I mean that to answer the question on the thing here, yes, I think that is a sure thing that he's the number one overall pick after that combine. Oh yeah. Yep. I mean can we talk about someone I hope the Pats get? And I don't know, he might, he kind of has mixed feelings amongst the uh, NFL. Jabril Peppers, I mean, kind of a hybrid player, but I think he could make an amazing safety. And I would love the Pats to get him. I would love for the Falcons to get him, but we're deep. You know what the last mock draft I saw, and you would love this? The last mock draft I saw, Falcons, this was on the bottom ticker was Falcons getting a Dory Jackson at 30, which I thought was ridiculous. I thought that was way later than he would be going. But Dude, that's what it said, and I would I would flip. I Dory Jackson is my fucking dude. I mean, I love, I, that dude, guy. I love that guy. After watching that Rose Bowl, dude, he is the – and he does it all. Literally every punt, that guy, motherfucker's making moves, putting this – he's – dude, he was legit a threat every place in the field. And he plays everywhere. Yeah, I'd love, I would love, I didn't, I just thought he would be way higher. I thought he would be get drafted way higher than 30. Um, no chance. I, I, the Pats are, I mean, the Pats have what, 32? So fuck. But yeah, I don't so know. I would take a Dory Jackson if that was the case. Um, did we miss anything on this, uh, NFL? Oh, Joe Mixon, uh, wasn't at the combine, uh, which we went over in our last couple podcasts in case you missed it. Uh, ran an unofficial 443. Which is pretty fucking fast, fourth fastest among uh, running backs at the combine. Um, four four three is flying when you're about two hundred twenty five pounds. So Joe Mixon, I don't know, I I, I don't know how much any combine is going to help Joe Mixon out at this point. I think everything is going to be in like the interview process that goes on <clears throat> determines how high he gets picked if somebody touches him. No, not. If somebody touches him, when Mixon, somebody touches him, Mixon is going, and he's going to go high. I think. I think top three rounds, honestly. Yeah, 
Fuck yeah, actually. I think early third round he goes. I mean, yeah, dude. I think there's zero chance somebody takes him the first two rounds. I The third round, somebody reaches for him at the end. Maybe. I, I don't know. He's good. Dude, he's good. He might be the second best running back in this draft class. He is good. This is a deep draft class for running backs, too. Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette, Joe Mixon. I mean, those are... That's about as good as I can remember, honestly. Mixon's got hands, too. I mean, like, during his career at OU, the guy, they spread him out, you know, in the slot, and he, he caught a lot of balls, too, so... I don't know. I think he's got a lot of upside to him as long as he can yeah, which stay is, away from hitting chicks. Yeah, which I mean, as far as I know, he's done after the last one. I mean, I'm buying Mixon. Let's get real. Like, I'm if I'm a team and I have a pick and it makes sense and it's like he's fucking there. Well, I mean, the no fun fucking league. Literally, I mean, who cares? I mean, he did what he did. He paid the price. I mean, he's fucking good. Let's go. Give me Joe Mixon. Um, so, yeah, the combine is uh, over now, so no more oogling the numbers. Uh, free agency is going to continue to be a factor here, so we'll probably have more signings and shit next week. Um, but Pat's, on to – Pat's going to bleed what? players left and right. Oh, yeah, that sucks. They'll probably, they'll probably pay one guy, Malcolm Butler, McCordy maybe, and then Hightower's gone. Um Chung's going. I mean, it's going to suck, but whatever. No, I keep going. Yeah, it'll happen. Whatever. We'll talk about it next week. Uh, baseball, spring training is, we're just right in the heat of spring. Tra- well, I guess actually, oh, fucking forgot you had that in the back pocket. Um, yes. Spring nice training. Call. <laughs> he, he, was, he was just waiting for it. Sorry, did I come in too fast for it, BVD? A little bit, yeah. A little bit too fast. I saw you click. I saw you, you scrambling back there. Where's the fucking baseball clip? <laughs> Oh god! But yeah, the uh, I don't really know what to think about baseball right now because it's spring training. But one thing that I love is Tebow makes it on the field and gets yeah. K'd up on four straight pitches. And I say yeah. four straight. I say four straight pitches because the one that was called a ball was a strike. I mean, yeah, dude. Like, and I think I'm with the majority here. That, like we all root for Tebow, but I mean that was pathetic. Like, but he was also was, facing this year's Cy Young winner, so I mean, yeah. But is Porcel really that good? Porcel, I mean, the only thing the only thing is I watched the at bat and Porcello literally walked up there. The catcher wasn't even throwing down signs; it was just <laughs> throw the fucking fastball, line up outside, then inside, then outside, then inside, and just throw fastballs here. He's not going to hit it, and he didn't. <laughs> Took strike one right down the middle, then took <laughs> then took then took a two seamer inside that was strike two. Called a ball one and one. Next pitch fastball outside corner swinging a miss. Next pitch fastball outside corner caught looking strike three. I mean it was just it was kind of like dude I don't think you belong here. Yeah, I mean he did take a fastball to the shoulder, so he he got on base, which is a classic Tebow move. It's a pretty big shoulder to hit. I mean, I mean, yeah, fucking. So yeah, and he's number ninety-seven. Which you know, when you see a number ninety-seven <laughs> in spring training, it's really like just like, it. yeah, you're just like. My favorite is the number. My favorite is when you got the split squad game, and there's a number ninety-six and doesn't even have a, have his name on the back. <laughs> it's like, hey man, you want to swing by the stadium, have a cup of coffee, play an inning, play the play the eighth inning, and get the fuck off my team. 
Which is surprising because you would think the Mets would sell the shit out of some Tebow jerseys. Oh yeah, I think he had. I think his name was on the back for sure, and there was like a standing O, and then just promptly sit down. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. So fun for Tebow. Yay! Do you guys know that Tebow was born in the Philippines? What do you? Yeah, I think his parents were doing like mission work or whatever. Mm. Anyway, fun fact. Wikipedia over there. Mm -hmm. Wiki fucking leaks. Yeah. So. Baseball, I don't really have anything else. It's spring training. Nothing's changing. Is it pathetic that I'm betting on spring training games? It is. <laughs> it is pathetic. I don't even need to think about that. Oh, okay. Well, thanks for reassuring my thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I got to say, Justin Verlander had a tweet today about not giving a shit about the score of a spring training game. And he was like, he was like, all you, he was like, the Tigers are like three and eleven or something like that. And he was like, all you fans out there worried about our three and eleven start, just relax and enjoy the fun that spring training can bring. Don't worry about the outcome. And some guy tweeted back at him, I drove nineteen hours to see the Tigers play in spring training. Why can't like I care? And just very later was like, ooh, spring training doesn't mean anything, dude. Sorry. Ouch! Wow. I love that dirt sack. I drove 19 hours. <laughs> I drove down from Detroit. I quit my job to see the Tigers. I quit my job at the steel mill factory to fucking <laughs> drive down and use my <laughs> use my last paycheck to see the Tigers before I die. You're the last tweet I read before I fucking killed myself. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Justin Verlander. Yeah, so that's about where baseball is right now. Um <laughs> Ooh, getting a little Ooh. better. Love it. Improvement. Then I uh, hate you. <laughs> um, the NBA. Oh, there's no NBA sound clip. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I don't really know what the NBA. I don't really know what the NBA sound clip would be. Wait, what just happened in the NBA? Um, Dirk scored his thirty thousandth point. Oh, look at that. Ben, you know what? You know what? Let's use this time, Ben. Go ahead and say what happened. I know you're all excited about it. It's kind of tell you. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, well, a little humble brag. So Dirk last night scored his 30,000th point, and he's the sixth player in NBA history to ever do that, which is pretty incredible. Um, all, right, all right, Ben. God damn, we don't care about that part. All right, all right. Well, I'm getting to it. All right, got to build it up. So anyway, I don't know if you guys caught the, uh, the situation a couple weeks ago when – Bleacher Report sent out a video of Dirk throwing up an air ball, and the caption was, Dirk forever. So last night when he, and then Mark Cuban went after Bleacher Report, said, take that down. And yeah, Bleacher, like, take it down. Like the little bitches they are, just said, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Cuban, let me take that down for you. And they just, you know, took it down. So last night, uh, after Dirk talk, scored his, after Dirk scored his 30,000th point, I tweeted, Dirk forever, don't come after me, Mark Cuban. And Mark Cuban liked my tweet, so well, uh, it was kind of on that DVD. I mean, 6.5 million followers? I think so. All right, all right. Ben, I could never have hated you more than I do right now. But. Doubtful. Then you go and do something like this. Oh, my God. God, you totally redeem yourself. Totally redeemed yourself. Shut the fuck up. All right. So, long story short, Dirk scored 30,000 points. Ben, get a retweet. 
or a like. I don't know what the fuck it was. I got a like from Mark Cuban. Okay. Anyway, just saying. Um, the key must work on Shark Tank. Shark Tank. Anyway, Dirk. Um, I love Dirk. Let's get real. I, I mean, Dirk. Cause like Ben. Dirk's Ben might might have won on the. Uh, I don't know most underrated players. I, he's filled. He has had a huge career. I mean, beat Bron Bron back in '09. I mean, let's go. There's only I mean, so he's, he's joined the sixth player in NBA history to have thirty thousand points, and points are the most important thing in the NBA. Uh, Malone, Kareem, Jordan, 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 Kobe, Chamberlain. Yep, that's it. Chamberlain. Nice. Do we just do we just nail that? <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised. Yeah, I can name off the bat. Wow, sad. Because Malone's like number fucking two. Yeah, true. Yeah, out of nowhere. So, all right, Sack. We just take a second and like off the fucking cups. We just nailed that. Not even one long answer. Night, night. Fuck you, Mike and Mike. Fucking idiots. What should be a question? What did they get that wrong? Yeah, I mean they're morons. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. We don't like Mike and Mike here. No. Let's see. What else do we have here? Or, or, uh, Jermaine, or Jameen, the other idiot. Jamil and Jamil. Jamel? His and hers. His and hers. His and hers. Oh, my God, dude. What a now fuck. it's like Sports Center at 6 or something. The two biggest morons I've ever seen in my life on a live air together. <laughs> I mean, it could, does anybody have a chance on that network besides SVP? Bill Walton. I- I don't even like SVP anymore. Bill Walton. Bill Walton is such a fucking trip. What a weird guy. Bill Walton like does NBA TV on the side and then goes to Grateful Dead concerts on the side. Yeah, and people can't see behind him because he's still like six <laughs> eleven. How much peyote has Bill Walton done in his life? Oh, more than fucking Gary Busey and Entourage, honestly. Which is alarming to say the least. Actually, mm. impressive that he can still do his job. Did you uh, see him? Enough about what? Bill Walton. <laughs> Sorry, one more thing about Bill Walton. He well, took off his maybe not what. He took off his shirt at the uh, game that he was uh, broadcasting the other night. Just completely, just ripped his shirt off and then put yeah. it on. Oh yeah, <laughs> he was on. He was on peyote. Still looks yeah. great. Uh, not a He's bad bot for a you know sixty three year old guy. But yeah, yeah. All right, doesn't need sixty-three old guy have a good bod? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so let's move on to Chiboy Ben oh. Russell Westbrook scoring fifty-eight in a loss to the Blazers, which he's still averaging a triple double. Is that right? Are you kidding? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, it was cool to see him score so many points. He set the uh, Thunder franchise record for most points in a game. But, I mean, he needs help. He can't do it all by himself. So. Yeah, and I don't think he is the front runner for the MVP just because you've, I think, LeBron, Harden. Isaiah Thomas. Nah. Eh. No. If you just yeah. go, I, mean, I think, uh, I mean, there's guys who are winning. Right. That's what I'm saying is he's got the best stat line. Amongst anybody in the NBA, but yeah, he's on a team that's not winning right now, so I think that hurts his chances. Dude, Bmac, those guys are winning. The Celtics are winning. You fucking idiot! Like Isaiah is one hundred percent in the MVP running. He might be a dark horse, but he's still there. 
I um, mean, Dark Horse. I, that's why I'm, I'm not. I'm, that's the question was about a front runner. Is Isaiah Thomas the front runner? No. All right. No. Yeah. But he's a, he's a dark horse. And that fucking game last night, Oklahoma City. I, I had cash on him, and fucking the Suns hit three threes and literally the last two possessions, and I they cover only by you know, it's terrible. They lost. Well, Oklahoma City never bet against Suns the Suns last night. They were playing the Blazers. Never bet That's against right. the Blazers. Well, I lost a lot of bets last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! No, the Suns lost. No, no, no. The Wizards lost this or won by four, and I had them at minus five. Is what it was. And the Suns hit like three threes in a row at the end of the game. <laughs> That's what it was. Sorry. Hmm. So, it's, so the Suns fucked you. Is what you're telling me? Yes, both circumstances, the Suns would have fucked me. Yes. Yeah. What a. What else we got on the NBA here? Speaking of the Suns, Zulo, did you were you watching that game last night? Did you partially? Did you see the gorilla, their mascot, just slide out to the middle of the court like during the, while the game was going on? Did not. See it was that. the most ridiculous move I've ever seen. The gorilla, the the Suns' mascot, literally just headfirst dove out into the middle of the court while the game was being played. And then just got up and ran off right before anything happened. Not not even the commentator. No one said anything about it. Anyway, it was ridiculous. How is that possible? Was there a whistle? I wonder if there was like some sweat that was just, you know, on the court that no one saw. And he just ran out there and decided to just wipe it up real quick and then just run off. Just dove on it clean. Just dove on it, wiped it up. Just being a good company, man. He's a team player. Why would he do that? Mm, that silly gorilla. He loves the safety of the players, Zulo. <laughs> He's not a sadist like yourself. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's the NBA. The playoffs will be coming up. And when we get into that, I'll go more into the NBA playoffs because that's an entire new season. Um, that's a beast in and of itself. We have the NCAA tournament heating up, though. Conference tournaments going on. A couple people already going down. Syracuse goes down to Miami. And they were kind of – they were in – um, now it's looking like if a couple other teams that were probably out can win their tournaments or do well in no. their tournaments, they might overtake Syracuse. No, they're still in. They're still in? Yeah, Syracuse ain't getting passed up, honestly. Yeah, so I read a thing about last year. They were like, this time last year, Syracuse was like in, in the last four out or whatever, whatever, and they ended up going to the final four. So can't count out the two, three in the, in the tournament. No, Syracuse is in. I mean, Kind of weird, the ACC conference tournaments in Brooklyn. Kind of tight, kind of weird. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't think – I mean, these conference tournaments mean – I mean, yeah, they, could, they honestly can make a break a team. So, who knows? And maybe. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, the uh, – I'm looking at Lunardi's last four. How do you get Lunardi's job, by the way? Joe Lunardi, bracketologist? How do you get that job? I don't know. I feel like Obama's a very fucking close successor, honestly. Yeah, does Lenari have a what, PhD for uh, in, in bracketology? Bracketology? Can't you just... I mean, I guess he created it. I don't think it was a thing. He created a math. I mean, the guy how should hard, be... The how guy hard is, on is that? The, I don't know. Apparently... Pretty hard. I haven't seen another Joe Lunardi. Nobody. I don't even know who's the second. Like at least Mel Kiper, like Todd McShay, kind of came in, stood in a shadow, 
and now they have their own like mock drafts and everything. You'd think somebody would come in and be like, I'm also a bracketologist. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I'll just be the one competitor to Joe Lenardi. Hash sports bracketology. Tack. We need a guy. We're looking for a guy. We are looking for a guy. So Maybe if I watch more than about 75 combined minutes of college basketball this year. Oh, I'll be watching a lot coming up next Thursday, but what else we got, dude? Um, so the last four out we're looking at is Vandy, Georgia Tech, Rhodey, K-State. You know Rhodey is going to make a charge in the fucking what are they, you know, I know the fuck they're in Atlanta. Atlanta ten. How are you doing no. over there, kid? Yeah. I'm fading out. Um, no, dude. No, PC's in the Catholic League. Rody, I mean, I don't know. EC Matthews, dude. He is. <laughs> he is the truth. And bet your bottom dollar, Rody's playing. Rody's dancing here in the near future. A sterling analysis. Uh, one. I mean, I don't know. I don't know anything about Rhode Island. I think (laughs) couldn't have said it any better myself. Rhode Island. Uh, all I know is what I read about ten minutes before this started is that they need to win a couple of tournament games to get in. Um, and it's not a bad. It's not a bad uh conference they're in. They're in the. They got Dayton and VCU are supposed to be pretty much locks to go to the tournament at Rhode Island. No, they got three. They beat VCU so. Yeah, so they got a, a bad little trio of teams in the Atlantic 10 sending in this year. Um, last four in, I saw Xavier, Cal, USC, and Wake Forest. What were you saying, Ben? I was saying I think we uh, bring up the Roadie Rams on every episode of this podcast. It's a trend, and there's a reason why. Wash for them. Wash for them. Wash for them. Wash for them. Wash, wash for them. Washboard abs. Yeah, why not? Uh, what else? Yeah, Xavier, Cal, USC, Wake Forest. I don't know anything about any of those teams, Ben. Enlighten me. Oh, God. Um, Wake Forest is one of of those teams that I have put money against. Um, Like this whole year, I've bet against them, and they always end up fucking me over. So I think they're um, one of those teams that people are sleeping on, but they might, if they get into the tournament, they might, you know, they might might win a couple games. They might win a couple games. I don't know. They've got a Tulsa's old head coach. Um, Dude, I'm legitimately going to like put them far in my bracket just based on them beating you a couple times in bets. Yeah. I mean, I like they are now, if they get in, they are no doubt sweet 16 team for me. I don't even care what the route is. Yeah, I mean, they've got Danny Manning, you know, the old uh, Kansas legend, uh, coaching the team yeah. down there. So Danny Manning is coaching the team? Yeah. He uh, he was at Tulsa last year, and he took the job at Wake Forest this year, and doing a pretty good job. Well, uh-huh. aren't, you a, aren't you a fucking fountain of information tonight, Ben? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Danny Manning's the coach. <laughs> You're welcome. Glad right. I can contribute. So, basketball. Let's go to something... Let's go to something Zulo knows even more than basketball, college basketball, and that's soccer, which Atlanta has its newest team, Atlanta United, and you won't believe how the first game ended. 
Atlanta I mean, blows a one nothing lead with 15 minutes to go. Oh man, it could it's about right for Atlanta fans. I mean, oh yeah, the place fifty five thousand fans in Bobby Dodd Stadium, the Georgia Tech uh, football stadium. Fifty five thousand fans were there, which is like as much as any sport we have here. And what do they see? We score a goal in like the thirty fifth minute, and then boom, seventy fifth minute hits goal. Like eighty sixth minute hits goal. We're down two one. We lose the game. Atlanta strikes again. Why do Love so many it. people care about the MLS? I mean, if you go to a Colorado Rapids game, there's not more than like 35 people in the stands. But I kind of like, you know, it's kind of tight. I don't know. We have a soccer team here now. Just another team to go see. It's cheap. We're going to be playing in the Mercedes Benz Superdome. Who's the best the player Mercedes on the Mercedes Benz United? Uh, Garza. Something Garza. I didn't know. The fun, that was a funny thing. Sitting there watching, sitting there watching that, they put up the uh, they put up the teams on each side, and I'm like, going, oh, this is the first time I'm seeing any of these names. Mm-hmm. And just they have some guy. They have some guy. Garza was the guy they interviewed before the game, like asking him, you know, what he thought. So I was like, all right, I guess Garza's the face. <laughs> it's the face of the franchise. And he looked. Yeah, he must be the face. They're not. They're asking him for a reason. Garza's got to be the go-to guy. And the ball was at his feet more than it was at anybody other anybody else's. So Garza, he's yeah. our guy. All right. Well, we'll look for Garza to make some noise. The New England Revolution, owned by Bob Kraft, actually also the owner of the Patriots. You're kind of the face of MLS, I'd say. <laughs> I don't even think you know what you just said. Yeah. One of these yeah, days, I would say we'll they're not an episode. I thought there was no there's there's no face of the MLS anyway. There's no punchline there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. We're sticking to soccer, though, because I had to bring up this Barcelona comeback because I actually watched it at work today. And it was one of the more incredible sporting things I've ever fucking even seen because they were down to PSG, Paris Saint-Germain. Paris Saint-Germain. Paris Saint-Germain. In the, uh, <laughs> in the UEFA Champions League Cup, which pretty much determines the best. I mean, yeah, Zinedine Zidane used to play. That was not kind of a nice poll. Um, but yeah, it determines who wins the UEFA Champions League, uh, the UEFA Champions Cup. You got me off throwing off my game, which is pretty much the best club team in the world. And Barcelona taking on PSG is a huge matchup. And they lost the first game 4 to nothing, which means they had to win the next game. Five to nothing against PSG, who you're not going to beat five to nothing. And ended up scoring three not. goals in the final. No, you ended up scoring three goals in the final seven minutes of the game to take it to six one and win the game. And it was incredible. That's ridiculous. The place was going nuts. People, they were like, every Barcelona fan was just like crying. And everybody was going absolutely apeshit. And How then they just went have? over. Um, I saw Messi have one PK. They scored six goals. So. Oh, we had a lot, but mm-hmm. um, Neymar had a ridiculous free kick uh, that was like a, that brought him within like one, um, and then some guy at the end just clipped it in to to take the lead, and it was I mean the place went nuts, and then it goes to the PSG fans, and they are just I've seen that look before. It looked like you just blew a twenty five point lead in the Super Bowl. That's what it looked like. <laughs> And Dude, then, maybe the hash sports team needs to take a trip to Europe and uh, go to like a Barso game or something like that. That I've never been to, uh, you know, 
a real soccer game. And well, they'll play like the uh they'll play a couple of games a year here uh in the US. I don't know how much here it is, but that'll yeah. be big club teams playing Man U, um Man City, Chelsea, um City. What's up, dude? I was just saying Man City. Yeah, Man City. Are those your boys? Like you seem like a Man City guy. Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm more of an AC Milan type guy, but you know. Yeah, you're definitely an AC Milan type guy. Yeah. Dirty Italian, just betting on all the games. He's flooded. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, so I don't really have much more. No. I don't think of sports here. It is kind of I a dead n- period. Can't wait for the tournament to start. I got nothing left in the tank. I've got, I, yeah, I know. Um, so yeah, we'll yeah, come at with you. With that, BB, say, we'll, what do you got for me? We'll come at you next week with uh, some March Madness, with our March Madness picks. And uh, I'll go over the brackets. So yes, tune I in love filling that. out brackets. I love yeah. filling out brackets. Ooh, it's like one of my favorite things to do. Special next Wednesday before the tourney special bracketology from Mac and Chew. Let's fucking go. Yeah, bracketology next Wednesday. You can't miss it. We'll compare brackets. We'll talk bust bracket busters, and we'll go from there. We just might help you help you make some money. Probably yeah. not. Eh, probably not, but either way, uh, that's pretty much it for us this week. So catch us next week for Bracketology. He's Chew. I'm Mac. Catch you later. Hey. Deuces. Gucci on my shirt. Gucci on my hoes, nigga. Gucci on my shirt. Gucci on my hoes, nigga. Roll it bust down. Dripping on my clothes, nigga. Gucci on my shirt. Gucci on my hoes, nigga. Roll it bust down. Dripping on my clothes, nigga. Gucci on my shirt. Gucci on my hoes, nigga. Roll it bust down. Dripping on my clothes, nigga. Gucci on my shirt. Gucci on my hoes, nigga. Gucci on my shirt. Gucci on my hoes, nigga. Savage cut.